Uh, guys, welcome. This is uh, Jimmy. We are on the Gym Boss podcast here. I'm your host, as always, talking about all stuff marketing and sales for your gyms. But today, and like for the next however many episodes, I thought, let's freestyle a little bit. Let's get some guests on. And uh, my first guest, I got Ainsley here. And Ainsley and I actually met ages ago. It was at an event, wasn't it? Yeah, that was about 2015 or something, 2014. I thought you were going to say 20 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) It was a while ago. So we met at another business event. Um, And Ainsley is not in the fitness industry, which I think is great because it's cool to like pick uh, apart other things that are going good in other industries and bring it into your own business. Because if we speak about this a fair bit, if we just look at this fitness industry, it's a bit too same-samey. So it's good to see what other things are doing and then replicate that in our own industry. So Ainsley, she just told me just before we jumped on here, she's writing a book, she's doing retreats, she's helping people with uh, sobriety, with marriage stuff, with confidence, with self-love and to stop the struggle in general. Pretty much, yeah. I love that. So It's all you know, like the underneath reasons why all of this stuff's happening on the outside. Yeah, I love it. So look, uh, give us like the quick, you know, bullet point version a bit more if you want to beef out that intro about where you've been, where you come from. Cause I know you've done a heap of travel where you're overseas yeah. and now, you know, tell to us a little bit where you at. So basically like I started as a dating coach for men 10, 11 years ago, almost now. That's right, I remember. Yes. Yeah. So that started, start, that kicked off that. And then I kind of moved around was like, Oh, life's life coach. What am I doing? Uh, and so all of that stuff I've, pretty much accumulated and now I'm looking at I've looked at it and ste- like starting it I stepped back and took a really good look at what was the common theme in everything that I was doing and it is all about how you feel about yourself it's all about your self-worth and so I wasn't really overly interested in helping people get married or helping people find the one or or you know I'm single as well so I didn't feel congruent with that uh, but I wanted to do something that helped people at the core level so that everything else works for them in their lives. And so, yeah, and that's how this started. So I do retreats, uh, Costa Rica, Bali, Mexico, Australia. Uh, I'm writing a book as how well. How did you get into that, into the retreats? like Retreats? So I was a tour guide. Ah. All around Australia and Africa and New Zealand. And so I wanted to do that. Like, I, I'm better. I'm not good sitting here. I'm, I'm <laughs> Get better. your feet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm better in a tropical place, teaching people stuff face-to-face. And so, yeah, that's, that's really what I wanted to focus on. And, yeah, that's what I'm doing. So I did Bali last year, did three Bali retreats. This year I've kind of doubled down a bit to build the foundations of this avenue. And, yeah, next, next year I'm back into it again. So it's exciting. Perfect. Who's the type of people that come to these retreats, though? Um, usually, like, I loosely target sort of 35 to 45 single. Um, they're a bit lost in themselves. They, they don't know what they're doing with their lives. So or they are, but they're not 100% all in with what they're doing. Uh, and they're doubting themselves. And so... The types of people are like professional, single, at a crossroad, not looking after themselves um, and, and just looking for a change and like to yep. find themselves basically. So down in themselves, they're looking after themselves, looking yep. for a change. Yep. So that, you know, 
obviously we're all fitness business owners here, apart from Ainsley, which is which is great. But yeah. uh, there's a, I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate. That's why I wanted to bring her on. So I'm sure you guys can relate to like the doubting of yourself, and because the mental game is is the biggest game of business exactly. there is. Like, and yeah. if you've been in the game for any amount of time, you can understand it. It's like the, it's ups and downs. There's roller coasters. There's highs. There's lows, and uh, you know, I just want to get Ainsley, I'll get your perspective on, you know, you've been in multiple businesses yourself and how can these guys listening in be able to do some things if they're feeling like they're on some lows to be yeah. able to power through or some tips that they can use? So the biggest thing is getting out of the struggle. Like if you're too focused on what's coming up in the future, that's going to create a lot of anxiety for a lot of people. Like, you know, some people are very goal oriented and they can just go for it. Then there's a lot of us who think about that, but then all of our old conditioning comes up. You're not worthy. You can't have that. You're not good enough. Who do you think you are? Other people are better than you. So you've got all of this stuff running in your mm. subconscious mind. And so the thought of going for your goals, yes, you might want them on the surface, but deep down underneath there's something, a part of you resisting that. And like so- what, for example? Uh, all of that, all of that language, all of those things that you're saying to yourself, all those fears. And so we keep ourselves small out of fear of actually succeeding. Like, uh, I'm going to jump in here real quick. Uh, yeah. This is like the really masculine version of it. But this is one of my mates, uh, good friend of mine. I won't name him, but really good mate of mine. And he calls that loser talk. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, and he talks about, he talks that over himself though. He goes, mate, that's loser talk. What am I doing? Actually, nah, let me rephrase that. And yeah. then he goes and changes it because he catches himself. So, and that's the thing, you, do, you really do. And so I think people can get themselves into really heavy states of anxiety and business can do that because you are, it's, it's a big deal. And mm. so we get so consumed by it that if we let ourselves spiral into that thinking, then it gets harder and harder to step back up. Mm. Uh, And so that's one thing that I've, like, I mean, I've had to battle with alcohol addiction and all sorts of other things as well. And so focusing on too much on things that are going to keep you in this space, like if you're constantly listening to your inner critic, then that's going to keep you stuck. So the best way to do it, the best way is just to let go of it and like instead of resisting it and look different things work for different people as well so for some people if you try and resist it then it just comes up more and more and more and just makes you feel worse Mm. Uh, whereas some people can snap themselves out of it so you get stronger and stronger more and more as time goes on as you get obstacles and you can handle it and then you get another obstacle and you handle it and so it's just about knowing yourself within deeply. Um, Do you think that some of it happens? Because uh, as you said, what, what I gathered from there is that um, people are doing stuff, but then they're looking way too far in the future. Then all this stuff yeah. sort of comes up. And do you think it's kind of like the adage of like, you know, there there's a dude, love him to pieces, Grant Cardone, Uncle G, but there's yeah. some people, he's the 10X guy, everything, whatever your goal is, 10 times that. Now that's your real goal. But that can like cripple some people as well because they just yeah. go, look, I love it for me personally because yeah. I'm like a, the visionary guy so I can see the future. But for yeah. some people that are like more uh, tactile and in the, in the detail oriented, they start thinking like, how am I going to do that? And it cripples yeah. them. 
And there's and that's the thing, like, you know, you hear about people going, well, this is this way is the right way, and that way is the right way, and there's no right way, unfortunately. Yeah, which sucks. <laughs> and I want to bring back in, like, I'm going to talk some real stuff that I've never really spoke about before, but I've yeah. been in the fitness industry, oh, it's probably eight years now, and or seven or eight years, and you for people that aren't in the fitness industry, you'll be surprised how many people do booze and drugs that are yeah. like personal trainers, fitness and wellness uh, influences and shit. And yeah. then they'll be doing yoga on a Monday and doing cocaine on a Friday. <laughs> like it's fucking crazy. Yeah. And it's a lot. Now, yeah. is that to tie back into your sobriety thing? Like yeah. what, what, what is that? Like, how do you explain that? Look, um, any kind of substance, if you're using it, look, I think having a drink every now and then is fine. That's okay. different. I'm talking like yeah. getting fucked sideways. But if you're excessive, and... then you're avoiding some stuff. Mm. Like it's, you know, alcoholism, doing, doing like all sorts of addictions. They're symptoms of a deeper escape from something else. And so... We, we kind of, we, and we start telling ourselves, oh, you know, well, it's Friday, I can have a drink or it's the end of the day, I can have a drink or, or I can go and just do heaps of coke all over the weekend or whatever. Um, but it's because there's a lot of avoidance going on and that's why we do it. Mm, avoidance, uh, right. Yeah. And so if someone's doing that, and like I know people that, that have been instructors or teachers or whatever, and yeah, smoking or doing the same thing. And it's, it's a funny one because, like, I don't care. Well, hey, well, that's, talk, talk about your way, but how you got me, through it. Like, I felt like such a hypocrite because here I am giving all of this life advice and showing up on a live stream. Like, what did it for me? What was that moment was that I was doing a live stream on a Saturday morning <laughs> and I had a massive night the night before. I hadn't showered. I looked like shit. And a guy said to me, get off the meth. Oh. And, and I was like, like, what? I don't take that shit. And then I kept on with the live stream and then I got off and he'd sent me a message through Facebook Messenger to say, oh, you need to get off the meth. And that was it for me. I was just like, oh, my God, do I look this bad? Because people can see it. Like, they might not know fully what's going on, but but people can see the difference between a really healthy person and someone that's not. Mm. They might not consciously register it, but like I look at look back at videos of me and I looked like shit. Like I looked like shit. I thought yeah. I looked okay, but I looked like shit. And so, yeah, like you, and then you start glowing and you 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 start really taking care of yourself and living and walking your talk. And people can see that because you're, you're aligned. You know what? You talk about the glowing thing and I have to 100% agree. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you remember. I think it was about 2016. I uh, publicly announced silly, but it was for my own good because there was some stuff I needed to work on, was yeah. I'll do 100 days no booze. I did and, see. I do remember that. Yes. And I was doing like a lot of live streams about it and then ended up getting some people that I didn't even know jumping on it because yeah. a friend of a friend liked it or whatever. So uh, that was pretty interesting. But looking back, I get the time hop things come up and oh, my face was amazing. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna lie. Like I was had that bit of glow. Yeah. And uh, it was just cause I wasn't drinking and it was not like I was drinking a lot, but when I did, I'd go fucking bananas. Yeah. Like it'd be like a 
coming home at 5 a.m. I sort of thing. <laughs> and that was yeah. when I was in the peak of being a PT, yeah. which was even more crazy. Yeah. So now I'm a dad. I can't do that anyways because it just ruins you. So, um, and for other things, but go back to you. So I can just, to- I can totally relate about the glowing thing. Yeah. And it's just, you know, like how it was showing up in my life. Like I was going to the pub every weekend. So I was putting photos of myself. Here's me at the pub again. Like who's going to take you seriously? Honestly, when you, when during the week you're doing these videos on, you know, you've got to live like this and do this and do that. And then on the weekends, here's a photo of me at the pub again. Here's another photo of me at the pub. Here's a photo of me in the gutter. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just had to get real. And like I tried five times before, like I just, I knew I was ready. And that, that moment, like I didn't do it straight away. I, it took me another three or four weeks and I'd had four bottles of wine with a friend the night before and I woke up and went, that's it. Done. I'm done. That's it. And that was it. And I I don't even acknowledge it anymore. It's just a liquid to me. It's not, it's, it's nothing to me now. Right. And so are you completely like zero booze or do you enjoy like the wine here and there? No, I'm not a moderator, unfortunately. Well, no, you know, I don't, don't even want to say unfortunately, like I just accepted that I can't moderate. And you know I find that, um, I find that a lot of people in business are like that because you get like, I know me personally and other people as well that they have this like addictive personality because that's why you're good in business because you yeah. grab something and then you really just go with it and push it as far as you can. So yeah. I've used it for good and bad in the past, not purpose, not on purpose, but, and then yeah. you realize like what you've done is like, okay, I just got to be cold Turkey. Yeah. And it was, and it was like, because because I do mindset work and, and I, I understand the, the psychology around it all, it was easy for me and because I stopped a few times before. Um, but, you know, it's not even the drink that you're dealing with. It's the, issue, it's the stuff around it, like, you know, socialising sober. Um, that was a big one for me and dealing with social anxiety and so I had to actually finally face that instead of drinking through it. Um, really? Yeah. You yeah. had so yeah, because I've known you for years, and I would never have picked you to have social anxiety because you're such oh, yeah. an outgoing sort of person, always on camera, and yeah, yeah. wow, uh, yeah, yeah, must hide it well. <laughs> I mean, I don't have it now, but maybe I, you were drinking back then, and I didn't know. Yeah. And I would, I would just like any opportunity would be, I need a drink because we're in a social situation, and I feel really uncomfortable right now. And I think most people do that anyway, like. When I'm working with clients and I say to them, you know, what, why do you drink? And they're like, because I feel confident, because people will like me then. And it's all this stuff that's got nothing to do with, no one, not one person has ever said because I like it. Mm. It's okay. because it does this for me, makes me feel better about myself, makes me feel confident, sexy, yada, yada, yada. So, yeah. Interesting, hey. Yeah. Like there's all different things, but they're all sort of, trying to be different. That's what yeah. it is. Trying to be different to what they actually are. Yeah. We're trying to solve, solve it through boots. Yeah. 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 Wow. And what else have you done now? Obviously, do you do any things like journaling, meditation or anything to like sort of keep it on track? Like, what do you do? I am religious. Like the drinking thing, I have no emotional attachment to anymore. So that's not a 
I don't need to focus on that at all. Uh, I am writing this book though at the moment, which is, it's good. It's, it's really cool to actually see how I transform this to the point where I don't even have any emotional attachment at all. Anyway, um, <laughs> this is like digression there. So I don't need to worry about that. But yeah, I do. I, I, at the moment, I'm doing a 40-day course around A Course in Miracles, which is very much around beingness. It's like a spiritual-based course. So you are meditating every day. I mean, I do meditate every day. I do yoga every day. I run um, every day. I write every day. Um, when you say write, like, are you talking like just a couple of couple of nut lines, or you're writing pages and pages? Like, are you journaling, or is it on your laptop? Yeah, so I journal. I've got about a big pile of them. Um, but what was I going to say? Like, my like writing's you- evolved a lot. Yeah. So now, like, one thing that really has worked for me is writing letters. Oh, nice. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. So I don't actually give them to anyone, but you know, you can write letters to say, if you've got money issues, write letters to money. Oh. So you build a relationship more with money. If you if you're having issues with your partner, you write letters to your partner. Uh, you write letters to like I've written letters to Facebook to stop myself from scrolling. Oh yeah, I think we all need My to do that at times. Yeah. Uh, I've written a letter to my authenticity and, you know, it started with dear authenticity. I'm scared of you, me putting, putting you out there and yada, yada, yada. And so it's just like really being honest and open about how you're feeling about this thing. Mm. Mm. Uh, and so what it does is it completely reframes how you feel about it and it changes your psychology as well because your brain doesn't know whether you're talking to a person or an object. Yeah. And you can um, feel like, and people like, I'm sure a lot of people listening to this uh, don't downplay the mental game because it, hmm. it's, it's a powerful part of business. But it's interesting when you encounter people and you can <laughs> so see it. Yeah. I, he, he or she? Hey, that's hey, tiny. He's all right. He's all right. <laughs> We're all dog friendly here. Yeah. Um, you can so see it and you can see like, hey, man, like you just need to work on your, your head yeah. or um and once you that's only once you start doing it you can sort of see where it's at yeah. and uh well hang on you stuck <laughs> oh good i'm gonna keep all talking right, oh, what are you doing oh, all right <laughs> day in the life of sorry keep going no that's all right so you do your meditation you're writing letters you're journaling you're doing yoga like obviously you're looking after yourself yes i am yeah, and then you, I mean, that's like just that's all for you, and yep. then you've got all your business stuff, which is heavily helping everybody else do similar yeah. stuff, do the similar. Yeah. Stuff. Jesus Christ! Oh, we got an earthquake. Hey, mate. <laughs> this is Fat Tony. Oh, he's hey, here. mate. <laughs> so good. <laughs> all right, sorry. No, you're all right. Yeah. And uh, so you're writing the book, doing the retreats, doing all your meditation, doing all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, what's like, what do you typically take people through? Like what sort of a process that's just to bring it into practical stuff for the guys listening here. That's just say stuff stressful. They yep. they've got the, they feel like they're in the struggle or yep. they're, they're in the struggle. They feel like it's usually, I could almost probably say it's a money thing. 
yeah. with the client because they're like, you know, everything's getting stretched a little thin maybe because a few members dropped here, bills are coming in, yeah, all that sort of stuff. How, how, how would they, besides going out and selling, and selling usually fixes a lot of money problems. It does. Usually. But it's always. also, but what else? Know, the, the first thing is just to slow down. Like, because if, you, if you're like in your head and you're going, fuck, I need money, then you, you're creating, you, you're setting off your fight-flight response. Mm. And so you're going to be in fear, which strangles you and your ability to, to make that happen. And so the first thing to do is slow down and just get, get yourself right and centred and present and going, okay, so... I need money. All right, great. So what can I do? And then you just write down a few things and new some ways to do it. But it's also, yeah, just about um, slowing down. Maybe if you are having money issues, maybe if this is a constant, consistent thing that keeps coming up, start writing letters to money because there's always some subconscious stuff going on. Like if they're having money issues, there's, there's, some, there's some kind of story they're telling themselves in their head that's creating this reality. And so you need to dig around and go, okay, what am I doing? How am I repelling money? Am I repelling clients, number one? Am I, um, am I being too cheap? Am I not charging enough? Am I not, you know, so you start looking at your thinking and, and get more kind of proficient at being able to pick out what's going on in my head when this happens. Do I get angry and frustrated when I lose a client and then take it out on the next person that i'm trying to sell to <laughs> which does happen sales is in an emotional sport big time big time yeah sales is probably the most emotional part of business i yeah. would say for most people yeah definitely you get the highs when you close a deal but there's all the fears and anxiety that can come up before making yeah. that next phone call or as you said if you lose a client then how does that affect the rest of your day yeah totally yeah there he is he's made a little cameo again Love <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's really cool. And so like, um, to, to like, if you say like slow down, but what if they like come back to you and go, but I can't, I've got no, I like, I've got so much going on. I'm so stressed. Like, what would you say to them? It literally takes two minutes. If that could take a minute. They're just breathing. Okay. Of just that's breathing. It. Yep. Feel, feel your feet on the floor. Like, and, and this is, this is a practice. Like the work I do, there's no end point um, because it, it's, it's, a, it's a practice of just getting yourself centred and grounded so that you can handle your emotions better and so that you can handle yourself in your day-to-day better. And so, you know, getting, getting yourself back to feeling good, getting yourself back to enjoying your work. Like if you're constantly stressed, constantly angry, you're letting your emotions take over, and it's actually blocking you from further success. Mm, it does. Because, yeah, no one wants to buy from a cranky pants. <laughs> well, so I don't know. Steve Jobs did pretty well, but you know what I mean. Like, but he wasn't on the phone selling people. That's right. That's it. That's well, right. in the early days, he was at least in the yeah. bloody movie. He was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. Like, buy my shit. I hate you. <laughs> it's not gonna work. So, yeah. some cool tips. Pause for a minute. Yeah. And breathe. What else? Pretty easy. Um, writing the letters, as you said. Writing, writing letters. What else? 
just going and doing something else. Like a lot of these are, you know, you can Google this stuff. Like it's, you know, I could go way deeper, but just reframing in that moment and just going, what am I learning? How have I manifested this situation of a client deciding to cancel on me? How have I manifested this person into my business? How am I manifesting people that maybe are doing this to me and what's going on in my energy? And this is like the deeper stuff. What's going on in my energy that's creating this reality where I am, am I not valuing myself enough? Am I not vetting these people enough when they, when they come on board? Where are they to the types of people that in their language, because I need the money, they're pretty much red flagging all over the place, but because I need the money, I'm taking them on. Mm, that's a, probably a big one. Yeah. I'm sure everyone has fallen guilty to that. Like yeah. I just need the money. I'll take them yeah. on and then we're, then we'll be good. Yeah. And I've taken not- on people and it's just been exhausting the whole way. But it was, it was out of lack feeling. Lack feeling. And there's a, there's a big thing like, uh, like this is cool because we get to talk about other stuff because normally I'm talking about marketing and headlines and you know, all that sort of stuff. But this is really cool because um, I speak about a lot of this stuff offline with, you know, with people that I associate with friends and whatnot. And um, one big topic that we've been talking about a lot is energy management yeah. because say for example, uh, like billing stuff. I fucking don't want to know about bills for the yeah. business. I just want to know like if there's a bill defaulted or whatever, and it's just because we need to update a credit card. Like I don't need to know that. Cause that like, that'll get me like, Oh man, fuck the better, better, better pay that. Yeah. So for me to be able to go out and hunt and do business and do, you know, so to speak, that just kills my energy. Yeah. So that stuff not being stereotypical here, but, my wife looks after that stuff yeah. so she knows it because she can handle it and it doesn't give it a response. But for me, yeah. I'm like, ah, quick, get it done. So we, we play to our, our, uh, our strengths yeah. there because yeah. there's no way she's getting on the phone to like sell people. But I love doing that. I could do that all day long. Yeah. Because, yeah. Uh, and I think the energy management, if there's stuff that's in your life that comes up and it always puts you in a bad mood or in that <laughs> bad mood then carries out through the whole day, and then you have that occurrence happening daily, then your whole fucking week is gone and then your month and then everything. So if you can find, I find if you can find that where, where's those energy vampires, where are they sucking your, sucking your blood from you, sucking you dry, get yeah. rid of it or at least try and minimize it as much as possible. Well, that's the thing. Like, and I also think you've got to be aware of your triggers. So once, once you kind of just sit and write them down, like what triggers you, what actually makes you get angry, freak out, um, fall in a heap, uh, blame everybody else. What, what are the triggers that are, ha- that are happening outside that are creating upset inside? Because all that's doing is setting off your fight-flight response, right? Yeah. And when you're in fight-flight, like we literally go dumb in fight-flight mode. We do. Because we're, we're, not, we're not focusing on all of the things of like, you know, solving a Rubik's Cube or anything like that. We're trying to get away from the bear. And so, so when we're in that state, we're actually less productive, less able to do our job um, because we're strangling ourselves creatively and we're not being in our full authentic self. And so when you can see what your triggers are, then you understand, okay, well, I get triggered when this happens. You actually have to deal with it. You actually have to face that trigger like if you've got someone else that you can pay to, to do it by all means like go for it mm. but 
if there are certain triggers that you've got that you're not doing anything about, then it's going to keep coming up, going to keep coming up. And it's just, and so you will keep getting this and it actually starts to erode you. Like you're creating this whole physical, mental, emotional experience in yourself that it's, it can quite possibly fuck up your business because you start bending your reality to create these situations so that you can be triggered again. And we don't yeah. realise that that's what we do. We're subconsciously steering ourselves in this direction even though we don't want to. There's a part of us that likes the story around it. And so we, we keep creating this reality so that we can get triggered by it. Um, so, so there's two things there that's, that's popped up as you're talking about that. Um, one is like what I was talking about, yeah. about getting my wife to do it. I was jumping the gun there. You were right. You've got to go back a step. And you've got to go, well, what is it that actually triggers you in the first place? Yeah. Because that's great. And me personally, I've found that that works by journaling. Yeah. Simple, like, yeah. you know, I journal in the morning. That's probably my bigger journal. And then I journal at the night, like review the day. And yeah. that's probably the one where you review the day. What, what were your wins or what was the good stuff? And then yeah. what were the lessons? Or like, what was the stuff that went shit, basically? And yeah. then have a look at it. And then that's the stuff where you're like, whoa, actually, yeah. That's right. I was in a bad mood because so-and-so said this to me. And then you write it down and you look at it on paper and you're like, actually, I was being a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> because That's the thing. It just requires vigilance. And, you know, I mean, when you're busy, it's like the last thing you want to do is focus on everything, every single thing you're thinking. But, it, um, yeah, like as you grow and as, as your business grows, then you, you want to monitor that stuff mm. because it could become this big thing down the track. I find that gets way more important the, the bigger my business grows. Yeah. And the older I get though as well, I realise like that's the thing that needs to be kept really in check is my headspace. Yeah. So routine is important. You know, my journaling, you know, obviously we're on the fitness industry. If you're not training because you're too busy training clients yourself, you should make time for it because that's one of the things that usually goes. You yeah. know, all those sort of things for yourself are not, selfish they're actually the opposite they actually help um and the other thing that you were talking about was you know how people like bend and they keep going into the same yeah maybe not not great situation like there it is there it is um dr joe Dispenza says it uh, was um that it's familiar so it's the familiar emotions even though they might be negative they're familiar emotions so the body is addicted to that familiarity so you keep going to it hey is that what you're talking about that's why you keep creating that reality because you you're focusing on it it's like when you buy say a red mazda and you never really noticed red mazdas before and now suddenly you're noticing all the red mazdas around town Mm. and so it's the same thing where like in psychology, they call it confirmation bias. And so confirmation bias is that when you have certain beliefs about something, then you will look for evidence to back up those beliefs. Oh, like all the fucking experts on Facebook. Pretty much. <laughs> on any thread about nutrition. You yes. can see that. Oh, God. I don't even read those. I'm like, you don't I want to. Trust me. I like to eat. Yeah. Trust me. Sure. Oh. But that's the thing. It's just we're looking for things to be right about to feel validated in ourselves because, you know, in our brains, we, we seek resonance. And so that's, that's manifesting, which I'm kind of going more in a law of attraction here, but 
you know, when that's like with visualizing. So I'll just bring it back to business. When you visualize how you want your business to look, you're creating resonance in your brain. And so your brain's going, oh, oh okay, so he, she is going through this experience. This is cool. All right. And then you start actually subconsciously, you, the more you visualize it, the more you start bending your reality to create that reality. And so if you're focusing on the bad shit and everything that's going wrong, then you're going to keep creating that reality. When you focus on your goals, your vision, your, um, uh, you know, how you want today to even play out, then you're training your brain to start looking for resonance in this direction. Yeah, I love that. because struggle. Because some people can call it a bit fluffy and a bit whatever, but we're talking about, but I don't think it is. I don't think it is. If we, if we, let's put this in, in like layman's terms. Let's really think about it here. Focus on the good. You're going to see more good. You focus on the shit. You're going to see more shit. That's right. Basically like everyone knows a drama queen. Yeah. Why? Because that's all they're gossiping. That's all they're talking about. It's all they fucking obsess over. <gasps> yeah. She's always a he or she, he or she is always offended. <laughs> always offended by something i'm offended by something good be offended i don't care like yeah. do you know what? <laughs> but, love outrage. uh out, so you know those people don't get me started yeah. on that that's for another podcast episode probably. <laughs> um, yeah. but you know those people and why yeah. because that's 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 all they talk about that's all they think yeah. about they go to bed thinking about it wake up having dreams about it and then you have the other people where they're like you know i want to change a thousand people's lives you know in, you know yeah. with health and fitness and you know women or mums or what, like whatever your mission is and then they're, everything they're doing they're putting out great valuable content they're attracting people into their world then they're signing yeah. up a mum into their mums and bubs classes or to their you know whatever they're doing and then it starts becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy because they're, they're sort of it you're doing stuff you know yeah. but when you think it makes you do and the doing yeah. is what brings it all back to you yeah because your brain like you know thoughts feelings and actions are all linked Mm. And so when you start training yourself, that's why affirmations, they're good, but you need to actually do it over and over and over and over and actually feel it in your body. Like writing an affirmation, I've got one up here, for example. Um, I slow down and focus on the micro details. So if I just like say it right back without any feeling to it and any kind of resonance in my brain with it, it's not going to work. It's that when you when you start saying things like that and you, you would start installing that because now you think it, first of all, then you say it over and over enough that you start to believe it, you feel it, which which imprints on your body or throughout your body, and then you start to behave it conducive to that, which means that every and everything outside of you is a mirror. So you get that back mm. in some way, shape or form. Is that kind of like why uh, people like hanging out with people like themselves? Yeah. Or if you hang out with the same people long enough, like I remember eight, nine years ago now and I was doing my business but I was working in a cafe and it was really toxic in the cafe. And here I am doing my life coaching, day coaching stuff on the outside and positive and motivation. And then I go to work and oh, guess what such and such did. And it was oh. myself becoming like that. And, and so, okay, fitness yeah. business owners out there, stop and think for a second. When you probably first started, if you're just starting out, 
or when you first started, it's probably like, you're going to do what? You're going to yeah. quit your law degree to go and open a gym or you're going you're gonna to give up that great job to go and be a personal trainer? I had that at certain levels myself. Yeah. And I'm, I've heard heaps of stories about this over and over. Mm. Um, and I'm sure every, a lot of people can relate. Because yeah. that's, it's so hard. Like, and that's why I think um, it's really cool. Like just on a selfish level, as I was speaking about offline, uh, selfish level, it's really cool to do this podcast because just to be around other people that are doing good things and yeah. to bring, you know, the more people you, the more business owners I speak to in different realms uh, that are doing well, the more that I, it's just normal, mm. you know? Yeah. And it's just good to have that around. So however you guys can find it, obviously listening to a podcast, that means you're like doing something fucking awesome. Um, not just mine, but any podcast means yeah. that you're trying to fill your brain with stuff. Yeah. Obviously my podcast is the best, but anyways. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, I, I really like what we've all spoke about. We're far out. We've covered heaps of stuff. Yeah. Um, Some good nuggets in there. Yeah. Nug life, baby. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to just, uh, I think what I'll do is do some rapid fire questions. I've got sort of four questions here and yep. then, uh, and then we'll go into like where people can, can find a bit more about you. Um, number one, rapid fire round starting. Uh, what's something you can't live without? Freedom. Freedom. Mm -hmm. What is one of your favorite quotes for say life or business or both? Uh, let everything be as it is, just shift to love by Lisa Natoli. Oh, love it. What book are you reading at the moment? Or what's one of your top like books of all time? Um, Letting Go by David Hawkins. That's my top book. That's my Bible. Uh, that's what, my is that? what is the main premise? So the premise behind Letting Go, it's, it's, it really is about letting go. Like, so all the stuff that you've got in your like body. Not like Frozen. Let it go. <laughs> No, oh, no, not like <laughs> um, but it, it's just about angry or when you're feeling heavy emotions, the fastest way to clear it is to actually feel it and experience it because then you can release it. That, awesome. That's the premise behind it. But yeah, it's, it's such a good book. I've pretty much based my whole business around that book and, um, 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 fantasy bond as well. Oh, see, I've never heard of either of those. I'm going to go check those out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's something that not a lot of people know about you? Could be funny, could be whatever. <laughs> I talk to myself a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get busted just walking around town, down the street or wherever. Well, that lady's and crazy. I just have a little chat to myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I know. Um, and... Uh, where, where can people find out? Like if they've listened to this, they're like, hey, you know, that Ainsley knows a little something about something. I yep. want to go find out more about it. What's the best way? Are we talking Facebook, Instagram, website? What if Facebook's probably better. Them? Like on my profile, just Ainsley Mikalef, A-I-N-S-L-E-Y-M-I-C-A-L-L-E-F. So I do live streams. I'm on a 365, day, uh, 365 days of live streams thing at the moment. Love it. I saw you up to like number 40 or something at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, or my website is Ainsley M Adventure Fest. And so that's for .com. So that's for my retreats and courses and working with me and whatnot. That's awesome. And real quick, just to talk about the retreats, um, what are they? Like one day, two day, five days? Five days. Five days. I've got a Gold Coast one on the 14th of November. That's for five days. 
and then Costa Rica Whereabouts? on the Goldie. Yeah. I don't know yet. Oh, got it. I haven't, I haven't figured it out yet. And where else uh, are you living? Are you living on the Gold Coast? No, I'm in my hometown at the moment. Where's that? Goldwyn, New South Wales. Oh, right. Yeah, Let's okay, go gold in it. Girl. Let's go gold not, in it. Not today, although it looks like it's going to rain. <laughs> so next one's on the Gold Coast and it's a five-day thing. And so what's the sort of brief overview of how the five days goes? Five days is very much about letting go of stuff. So I teach people that... It's a bit hard to explain, but it, it, it's kind of like helping you. It's five day, high vibes in five days retreat. So I help you raise your emotional vibration so that you're feeling happier, feeling better about yourself. And so we let go of a lot of stuff, do a lot of forgiveness work, uh, inner work, there's meditation. So it's kind of a mindset slash health retreat cool. for, for your emotional health, mental health. Physical Perfect. Health. Yeah. Mental health, obviously, is all right. Like- Mental health is in the spotlight quite a lot in the last couple of years, which I think is awesome. Had the yeah. Are You OK Day last week and talking about a lot of uh, mental health and uh, men's suicide in Australia and all that yeah. sort of stuff. So I think if anything, we're, we're making that better for people is, is totally. amazing. Um, okay. That's awesome, Ainsley. I've really enjoyed this. Thanks for Thanks coming for on. Yeah, your very first guest. Very first. Oh, sorry, I lied. You're guest oh. number two. Oh, am You're I? Guest number okay. two, but the very first in this uh, uh, week. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You guys get it. You guys get it. And cool. uh, for everyone else listening, as always, uh, if you want to know a little bit more about me and what I do, uh, go over to IWantGymLeads.com. You made a little video there for you. You can go and check out um, some of the client work I've done. And if you like what you see, um, you can schedule a time where we can talk about getting you more leads, more clients and to be able to grow your business at the same time. Anyways, this is Jimmy. Peace. Ainsley, thank you so much for being on. And legends, I'll see you all in the next episode.